Hello and welcome to another episode of The Modern Nerd. I am Sir Slice. I am Smerchandise. I'm GJC. And we are, as always, massive nerds. See, I had to do it because I got to fit it into the yeah, window. Yeah, I, I was like, thing. wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. We didn't side. We were and I'm near too, so. And then it's your guys' hands, but we didn't do it. So here Whatever. we go. <laughs> um, on today's episode, uh, we will be going over the now older news of the Star Wars Celebration and the season finale. Last, I think it's three or four episodes that we didn't review of Mandalorian season three. But before we do that, as always, I want to give a wonderful shout out to my two fellow co-hosts here, GJC327 and Smerchandise. Thank you both for doing this with me as usual. And to all of you watching at home, whether it's on the phone, on the toilet, or if you're watching this streaming, or if you're listening in your earbuds while you're doing a little rolling, thank you. We appreciate it. This has been uh, Thanks for a the visual time. And it's because of you guys that we keep doing it. And I just like to hear myself talk sometimes. So, you know, here we go. Um, oh, so if you haven't already, go ahead. Give us a like <laughs> and subscribe. We're going to have a bunch more new content. New short up there now. Uh, by the time this has gone up, the short should be there. So check it out. We're going to have more of those. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So I'll make more. Without, without further ado, this will be the Star Wars Celebration Review. So... This happened a few weeks ago at this point in time. Um, and by the time this airs, it'll probably be May the 4th be with you, because that would seem to make sense. Um, so there was it's kind a, of a... Today is May 4th, Tim. What are you talking about? Uh, today is May 4th. time travel day. Um, We're in the future. A lot kind of happened. Uh, not a lot, but pretty big things that were announced uh, specifically at the Star Wars Celebration. Why they didn't just wait till May the 4th. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was going to ask. Why don't they choose to do me. it? That's so weird. Is there something else know. that happens on the 4th that's a big reason why people can't? I have no idea. It's funny because I would. I, I was in... They do. They finally did Star Wars Celebration in London, and I'm not in England anymore. I'm like here. I'm like, damn it. Um, so the big things that were announced is there are going to be three new movies coming out and before i gonna go into these movies i'm gonna break down the other slight announcement they have which is a new timeline which i will then go into where these movies fall so the new timeline brings a whole bunch of other stuff into perspective it makes a lot of things possible canon so you start with the old republic which goes back I mean, you played those games, those Knights of the Old Republic, all that stuff. Those, those, you know, go back way back in time. Then you've got the High Republic, Fall of the Jedi, which is where, um, uh, what's it called, starts. Mm, the, the, the prequels, because they start to fall in there. Rise of the Empire, which is basically the end of the prequels to the original trilogy. Age of the Rebellion, the New Republic, which is what we're watching on... Um, Disney Plus right now, and then Rise of the First Order, which is the 7, 8, and 9. So, there have been uh, the three movies that were announced is um, I got them right here. Dave Filoni is doing a Disney Plus movie, basically, but it'll be on the big screen uh, with all those characters. James Mangold has something called Dawn of the Jedi, which goes back 25,000 years prior to Episode 4. And, Lord, I'm going to mess this up. 
Shereem Obaid Shanoi, I hope I did that right, is going to be a movie with Ray Skywalker's return, which is where a lot of questions are going to fall. So, first off, gentlemen, how does this kind of make you feel with this new timeline and, and the movies released? How when feel you? See you? That it's, it's just Old Republic, High Republic, Fall of the Jedi, Empire, Age of Rebellion. It's basically just like two things fighting for the last 30,000 fucking years. It's a lot of back and forth. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> George, you go first. Um, I mean, there are some interesting points. Um, um, if, if, if like the... If it is what it's promised, it does seem like they're going to be doing like the origin of the Force, sort of before the divergence of the Sith and the Jedi. So, because technically speaking, they were all Jedi kind of to begin with. Like, there wasn't really like that's the Sith spawned from an offshoot of the Jedi. So you must imagine that there was some point where the Jedi and the Sith were much more similar than they are now, right? So it'd be interesting to see where is the origin of the Force, and that is what they kind of sort of been promising us with that oldest, furthest, earliest timeline movie. So I'd be curious to see that. I know the reason why, it seems like the reason why they chose to do a lot of this is because they are listening to fans in a way, at least some of the fans where they're saying we want to watch new things and new parts of the universe that are untethered by the skywalker saga um which is a good thing i understand that but there's obviously people who are also saying like i want to i don't know who but somebody must be out there saying i want to see what happens to ray and like a continuation of the storyline not her specifically but at least a continuation like what happens after rise of skywalker so that seems to be why they're doing a spinoff with her or not a spinoff, a movie with her. So, um, it'll be interesting to see, I guess, kind of how she reforms the Jedi Order in her own image, as opposed to what Luke was very dogmatic and like, oh, we'll do things by the book, like the old way, you know, which is probably the downfall of what him as well. So, True. interesting things that are happening. Um, I'm more interested in essentially the, the talk of a movie where everybody in the Mando universe kind of timeline, part of the timeline has to deal with Admiral Throng, which is like, yeah, like the rise of the first order. Essentially they, they didn't even like, you know, one of the big things they showed at the celebration was, was, you know, Ahsoka and they didn't even like try to hi like hide it. They just said straight up as heir to the empire, which is like, if you know anything about the books, like that's one of the the series in in the novelization now they're legacy or legends they're not canon anymore but literally the series about throng the book series about throng was called heir to the empire so it's like i'm very excited to see how that goes because i'm i'm in the boat of fans that are like i don't want to watch stuff that is tethered by the skywalker saga i don't want that i i want to get away from that cuz that only bogs us down to good storytelling like Give other people a chance. I don't mind the occasional cameo where where like Ahsoka shows up because she's fucking badass and it's great that she finally made it to live action or but Bo-Katan because those are awesome characters. But they're not very tethered. Those characters are not hardcore tethered. Like they now that Luke is gone, like and they're in the right timeline for a spot for Ahsoka, they're not tethered by what's going to ha happen with Ray and all that BS, you know. 
And hopefully they won't have to deal with Luke that much. Seems like they're not going to deal with Luke. They're just going to be like, go do your thing. Like, we're not going to bother you. <laughs> like, anyways, yeah. that's my thoughts. Yeah. Lay Dan. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm a jaded Star Wars fan. Uh, Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Uh, one of the things I've really enjoyed recently. Um, I have not watched the rest of Star Wars Rebels, which I am looking forward to finishing. Me too. To really getting uh, the most I can out of uh, the live action Ashoka, which I am also looking forward to. Beyond that, uh, I, I, I question whether even the most hardcore Star Wars fan is uh, even this thirsty. I, I guess they probably are. But this still seems probably. like a lot to trust in your fans like who who wants this much i i i suppose i'm intrigued about a an origin of the jedi 25,000 i mean that's oh. intriguing i'm not like counting down the days uh and even beyond the rest of this i'm certainly don't give two shits about ray skywalker um just the way that Get they've that. done that and i mean look I it's it's nice to see uh, with the even though I didn't like Obi-Wan either. Um, it's not it was nice to see the fans be so kind to the return of Hayden Christensen um, and his, you know, and his them them, you know, movies weren't his fault. You know, I, I know he's a good actor. I've seen him act in other things. He's a good actor, uh, but he didn't do a good job in those. And that isn't really necessarily his fault. Maybe the fans will be kinder to Ray uh, upon her return because we know she's a good actress uh, and she did everything she could in those series. But it the those you know the, she was uh, put the in an impossible situation. Flat. Yeah, like I I'll say it. I liked her in those. I got no. I like her as an actress, and I like her. It's the story. I want to be clear. Like I I yeah I yeah I didn't care for Hayden Christensen, but I did like her. Uh, you know, but as you know. Uh, as Mark Hamill himself said, oh, an orphan in the desert with the droid carrying secret plans. Like, <laughs> sounds familiar. Um, so beyond, you know, these few things, I'm, I mean, it just seems like they're really hoping everyone's super into this, going to really want to rush to see everything. And I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's definitely possible. I just think it's, uh, it's, they're riding, they're riding a lot. I think, uh, the I hope it, it really it really frustrates me when you can see something as good as like especially this latest season of the Mandalorian uh be as good as it is and the the movies which are at higher stakes just kind of um even if they do well the, they're not received well and that's really frustrating and I don't know anyway yeah blah 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 so it's 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 an interesting moment i would say for star wars because not only is it yes the three movies which i'll kind of get into more but it's it is those timelines like how many movies are we gonna is this just the beginning of the movie list that we're gonna get for things like are we gonna fill in more of the old republic are we gonna fill in the high republic like why did they announce these these timelines if they're not like we've only got three movie announcements so you know uh 
since it is just the three movies, I don't feel like that necessarily is too much, especially if they spread them out a little bit. Like, okay, three movies over the course of the next five years, like maybe we'll get a couple here and there. Because when the the Disney Plus characters movie shows up, like, do we need to see, like, are we going to watch, are we getting another Boba Fett series before then? Are we getting, we're getting Ahsoka before then. Are we getting... Um, Bo-Katan's show before that. We're obviously getting Acolytes as well. Is that going to tie in? Like, which they talked about a little bit more. Like, how many different things come into the to the thing there? One of the questions I also had was, like, are they giving us a movie? Would you rather have the movie version of, like, this tie-in? Or would you rather have them go the course of, like, Netflix Marvel shows and do, like, The Defenders, but do, like, just a giant a show that is this movie instead. You know what I mean? Like, take that movie, stretch it out into yeah. eight episodes and give us a little bit more because that's that's how we're used to these characters is we're getting, in, you know, hour-long episodes. We're getting eight hours at a time of this content and to, to kind of wrap it up in two and a half hours, three at absolute most, like, I, is that going to cheapen the experience and make it kind of feel like serenity where you're like what the fuck is just you just combined everything into one little show or one little movie I think, so that's my concern with that i think one. they're this like to address the concern you're obviously right like it, it's it's they're banking on movies look at this looks like it's a five to ten year plan in my opinion right like is that like not the estimate like it looks like it's a five to ten year plan to that so but my thing is is like with the way that tr the trends of how movie going is is just declining in like in general not just here in the united states but all across the world now like you know we're already in the post-pandemic like era as far as like movie going goes and they didn't like come back to the pre-pandemic levels they're not even close and they're not going to and i don't think it's going to ever get back there because movie going is different now and in 10 years it'll be even more different and to try to invest that much time and money and and work into movies i think is a is a big mistake on their part honestly i think they need to consider what is more scalable and what is more more uh, digestible for the average consumer and if that means putting it out on disney plus or whatever one of the things i think they're missing out on is actually there are i'm glad they did uh, star wars vision which i never watched but i'm glad they showed it you know more trailers they're for good it if you haven't seen yeah it. i think they need to invest more in their animation department bad batch is really really well done star wars clone wars tales of the jedi which they put out which is stories about ahsoka and um what is his name dooku oh yeah very well done done by the same people who did Bat Batch and, and Clone Wars. They need to invest in that because also, if you're talking about a 10-year timeline, you're talking about, I hate this, I mean, you're talking about indoctrinating a new generation of, of Star Wars-like kids, right? We're probably the second generation of Star Wars children, you know, like we are, and then there's like one after that, and now there's going to be like a fourth generation of Star Wars kids maybe, or maybe we're like in the third about to... So like cartoons and animation are just so much more accessible and i'm sorry to say when you're a parent like you you see mando and you're like it's a little too realistic i'm not gonna let my kid watch it but if it's like bad batch yes they're doing almost the same thing they're shooting people they're doing things like you're like it's animation i don't care and like it's easier for them it passes the the screen bar, you know the censorship mm -hmm. bar a lot easier threshold a lot easier than live action you know even though this they can be about just serious things but 
because it's in the you know in the the sheep's clothing of of animation you can indoctrinate a whole new generation of star wars fans and children to like star wars and then maybe put out an occasional big film to get them to go see it you know and they're like mom dad i want to see it because this is about like the bad batch or this is about like you know something animated show that yeah. i watched and now it's like a full length animated feature for two hours that i watch animated features i know are not necessarily cheaper it's just different, but I think they're slightly more scalable, and I think honestly, you might get more bang for your buck. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I like that, George, but I don't think they have the foresight to see that. Like, maybe they're greedy. Like they just want they they want like this is just the movie industry in general. They want people like Martin Scorsese who like go hard on like Marvel films and stuff like that. Your audience has changed, and your unwillingness to accept that yeah. is like what has killed the industry. The more you go out there and be like, "Oh, I'm so upset by like these big blockbuster things that are all just CGI and things like that," that's because those are the only things that average consumers feel like are worth consuming in a larger theater. It's the only thing that makes money. It's right the now. only thing that makes money, and if you can't accept that. And you just want to attack your audience and be like, I'm going to force feed you like these things that are not blockbusters in the theater. The People Irish are going movie. to be jaded and upset and they're going to be like, I, w I wish I just rented this or I wish I just watched it on Netflix. Here's we you know what this feels like to me. This feels like what Marvel's been doing the last couple of years. Right. And Marvel's coming off the heels of everything being, in my opinion, really good. And so they had a pretty big reason to move forward with this larger plan of like a lot more streaming things. And they even admitted they oversaturated everything and they're going to pump the brakes on that a little. And I appreciate that. But like star Wars, like just throwing a bunch of things against the wall and hoping like a few good ones stick after coming off the heels of like a, what is more or less a failure of a trilogy. Uh, and a lot of other things that are just like, if they're not like the Mandalorian, like that are just like, eh, it's, it's okay. It's like, it's pretty good. Like, it feels like they're asking a lot for their fans and are really hoping for a lot of success. And I, I granted I've been proven wrong and everything's more or less gone over pretty well. So maybe it'll just continue to be that way. But I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say the word audacity, but it's like, it seems like they're really like, like, yeah, everyone's going to like, Oh, this is all going to do really well. And like, there's no way. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm skeptical. The, the kicker is like, they all do very well. Everything they've done has done yeah, well actually, when you look at it. Yeah. yeah like even with true. like, like there's so many people that love Obi-Wan. I've talked to so many at, at conventions. I was just at, um, good. I, I was at full sale university last week like a couple weeks ago and i talked to all these like industry insiders i can't name who or what but like and a bunch of fans and shit and like everybody like was like this was they they loved you know all of these shows and and a lot of the stuff that star was doing there's still like the diehards that are like more our age that are kind of like Ugh, you know because because we're older and these these let's be honest i think it was um freddie prince jr who said it first was like these are kids' movies. Stop being upset that it didn't age with you. That's pretty much where we are. Is a lot of people like they're they're made not made for us. They're not made for forty that's, year olds. They're not, not made for people. Though. No, I know. But like kids, 
will watch these movies and still find them awesome. Like a child, like that era of people, you said it earlier, like Hayden Christensen was, was well-received uh, in uh, Obi-Wan because the people who actually liked those movies, who were 9, 10, 11 years old in 1999 to 2003 when that trilogy came out, now are in their late 20s and can appreciate it a little bit more. So they got more of a voice because there's, you know, a huge generation that we never really interacted with. So it became, you know, a much bigger thing for them. So that's who that show was for, was for the people who were, you know, kids in 1999. So, but... Before I go on too much of a rant, um, I want to talk a little bit about what this means because there has been. So I want to talk about the uh, the race Skywalker show uh, because uh, there's been a lot, and George has verified this. Dan has verified this. They have. There's been word that they're trying to eradicate the trilogy, the 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 sequels trilogy, uh, and and undo them, which it. it if you watched Mandalorian, you can kind of see some of those footprints being laid out a little bit, maybe. But then they go and do this, where they're like, oh, hey, we're going to remember those guys. We're going to keep doing those guys. And it's like, wait, you both, you're the company that said, hey, we're sorry, and but also not sorry at the same time. So, like, what does this mean? Are they staying with, oh, we're going to eradicate the trilogy and, and redo them in... Disney Plus, or does it mean it's going to stand and they're going to just move on and hope you know that nobody remembers that absolute atocity? So uh, I'm I'm confused <laughs> with what they're uh, doing and I why they, they're doing they're that. Doing. They're they're backpedaling and they're just never going to acknowledge that what they said before ever again. And these characters just will never meet, and it's just going to act like it never happened. And there will be uh, very unofficially two separate timelines more or less and that's how it's gonna be I so uh i'm all right with them doing and i apologize anyone listening for my air conditioning it's going off right now thank you for pointing that out it's true um it's i'm okay with them doing ray's stuff as a movie because that's what they are they're movies they always were you know we don't have um, you know, Luke Skywalker television show. We don't have Han Solo television show. We have those as movies. So those make sense as a movie. Like, I don't want Ray and Finn and Poe in a TV show. I just, that would feel weird to me. You know what I mean? Finn's then, never coming back. Yeah, right. But, like, you He's know, never then, you get, then you get the Disney Plus characters and they're going to be in a movie. And I'm like, just leave them in the show. Like, it's very confusing <laughs> a little bit. Well, to, to... Uh, well, the Disney Plus characters movie is not going to be for, like, at least another two years. And it's, like, it's going to be the end of, the, like, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. it's probably going to be the end, the ultimate, you know, the climax of, yeah. like, the Mandoverse. Yeah, so, to tie they, up, yeah, totally. to tie it up. They deserve for for it. For a, a a story that's technically spanning, probably going to be, I would say like, uh, three to four, what well, four shows definitely, and then up to you're looking at maybe six to seven seasons worth of shows. Like, they deserve to have a movie to tie it up. I'm I'm okay with that. That makes sense. Yeah. Something grand and something epic to like watch on It'll the big be- screen. 
people will go see it people will go see it because it'll be like this is like the final i'm assuming it's gonna be the final confrontation with admiral throng so it's like gonna have everyone it's gonna have the rebels from the ghost it's gonna have you know mando it's gonna have bo katan it's gonna have ahsoka like everybody's gonna have their own like storyline or whatever to get that kind of ultimately climax maybe we'll find out what truly happened to grogu like you know like and what happens to him like I I, I I hope so. Fingers crossed. I hope so. Um, that they still have good writers by then. Um, decent, at least. All right, so the last bit of this is the James Mangold-helmed Dawn of the Jedi, which, to be honest, like, that's the only one that I'm, like, chomping at. Not chomping at the bit, but I'm more excited for that one because it is, as as everyone's talked about uh, earlier, that it's it, it's it has nothing to do with skywalker you know what i mean or anything like that so you can do whatever you want nothing's been told in that era that i know of that the 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 mass majority knows so you kind of get this this blank slate to play with which makes it a little bit more promising plus james mangold like he you know wolverine um logan that was amazing like amazing film so um, I have this quote from James Mangold that I wrote that I want to read. And again, this is a quote I think that he said at the, at the, in an article at least. He says, and I quote, I told Kathy Kennedy that I wanted to make a kind of Bible movie, a kind of Ten Commandments of Star Wars, kind of a Cecil B. DeMille film about the arrival of the Force. And that's what I've been pecking away at between press events. That's the idea. And he continued with, it's a movie that both connects the worlds we know but is also far enough away from it that I think there's a lot of opportunities to tell a story freely also and not be incredibly tied to the knots uh, by different story strands that are already in place. So that's his mindset in writing and directing this movie, and it seems like Kathleen Kennedy, who I won't go into, uh, is on board. So hopefully this stays in that realm um, and, and he gets to play. And just really let loose. Because we all know the last time that someone tried to play and let loose on Star Wars IP, uh, they were fired and replaced by Ron Howard. And it was very sad and very upsetting. And I'm talking about the solo movie because it was the guys who did like Lego Batman and the guys who did... There was another film that they did. I think they also wrote... uh, Went on to write Into the Spider-Verse, if I'm not mistaken might be the same people lord and miller if those are the ones and it was so it's like you missed a major opportunity to have these guys in the star wars universe so hopefully they let this guy kind of have his way because he's proven to be a pretty damn good director so i like that quote yeah sounds inspired and yeah that uh yeah it's too much of the last trilogy was uninspired by a lot i mean it was yeah it just felt like 12 different directors trying to do their own thing and we yeah I um, uh, you know, man, God, it's I. All the ingredients were there. If the story was, it, honestly, the story was fine. I don't know what you know. That last movie really just ruined the whole thing for me. Uh, it's really too bad. I'm, yeah. I won't get into yeah. it. Okay, so the last little bit that I want to talk about because they didn't really talk too much about. They mentioned acolytes and skeleton crew. But that's kind of all they did was say that these things are still in the works. So we're not really going to go into that. Um, I'm going to give a breakdown and then I'm going to let you guys kind of take this one away because I didn't watch Rebels. But they had the Ahsoka trailer, which 
was cool, even for me, looked fucking badass, but they did introduce a bunch of characters Oof. that I have here, and they have, and correct me if I'm wrong, they have uh, Sabine Wren, uh, played by Natasha Liu Bordizzo, they have Harrison Dula, who I think also has another name in the show, am I, am I correct in that, no? Played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who I'm always excited for. It's Hera. In the Huntress. It's Hera. Hera. And Tara. then uh, Mon Matha, by Gen- with, played by Genevieve O'Reilly. And they announced who's going to be playing Grand Admiral Thrawn, who in the next half of this show we'll talk about, uh, is Lars Mikkelsen, which, good actor. I've heard the name, and I believe I've seen him in a few little things here and there. Um, but that's going to be... He's all in sh- eyes on Grand Admiral Thrawn. Is, is he he's in Sherlock. To Mads Mikkelsen? Yes. And he's also okay. the original voice of Thrawn. Okay. Is he so really? It's, yes, he's so someone they... It's, it's the second time they brought someone from the animated... Well, the third time after... After what's her name? Ming. Um, but, Ming. yeah, now they, they have somebody who was an animated character and they brought in the same actor for it. So they did it again. Which is really yeah. exciting that they 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 got him to come and play. Like, which like, man, like Dave Filoni, like so, like I bet you years ago he was like, maybe one day he'll come and play, like, because that's exactly what he said to Katie Sackhoff was like, you know, you never know. He's like, you know, if this goes well, maybe in the future you can play her live action. He's like, she was like, oh yeah, sure, Dave, and like <laughs> ten years later, <laughs> so Dave Filoni, you know, had this maybe had this in his head like as a dream all these years, and it was like, yeah, the opportunity finally came, and I'm gonna hire the guy who did the voice, who was perfectly casted for him, which is amazing. I feel like, like, they, like that's amazing. Drew him, drew him based on Lars because he looks. Yeah, he, like a younger Lars looked like Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. And now that know, he's like now that it's been a few years, Lars is you know, he's aged up properly to match Admiral Thrawn. So it's like it's the it's right age, it's the right look. It's worked. And uh, Tim, I got to say and this is for anyone who's not who's a little confused about everything as well. It based on the Ahsoka trailer, I you know, obviously you should watch especially the last few seasons of 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 Rebels, but that is more of, or I'm sorry, of, um, okay, sorry. What is the, what is the show that came before Rebels? And Bad, Bad Batch. Bad, Bad no, Batch. No, no, no. The, Clone Wars? The, the Clone Wars. So you don't have to watch Clone Wars, I don't think. I think you'd be more, I think you'd be better suited to watch Rebels, uh, based on this trailer, because that, that entire cast is from Star Wars Rebels, not, uh, not from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's only four seasons of it, I think. Um, if, if you really want to, if you really want to learn Ahsoka's full story, you have to watch Clone Wars. But you do. to know the characters you that, to know the characters that we just... saw, you could get away probably with just watching Rebels because those are the only one characters we saw. Yeah. I, listen, I don't really. I only really liked the last maybe like couple seasons of, of Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, Clone Wars takes like a while to take it off. Even like the ones like even like seasons like you know four like or, or, or like even though they're like they're better they're pretty good but like, it didn't like, really got good clone wars didn't get good until they started naming each season like a special thing so like mm. i think i was like maybe in season three or four it was like one like each season started becoming its own theme so one was like attack of the bounty hunters or whatever and then the other one was like each season then had like its own title and kind of like tied in our theme and tied together and then by the end it was like 
the fall of the Jedi, you know, season. So it, I mean, I, I I will say for what I watched, which is like the first season and a half, like there's there's some good spots in it, and like you get decent character building, you know. Like I'm more intrigued by that. It's more episodic um, in those first uh, few seasons. There's Anakin. less of an arching storyline. Yeah, but it's like that's a good Anakin. Like I like that character just in general. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, an interesting person. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not. Uh, Why wasn't Sam, he there instead know, of Hayden Christian? <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, obviously I'm I'm digging Ahsoka, and and you got uh, like everybody in it. I'm enjoying. It's just some of the episodes are just like it, they, it's just they're disjointed, and it's like here's an adventure, and yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool, fine, all right. I always but, said it remind me of Star, uh, uh, Starship Troopers. Because it has yeah, like a propaganda feel it does to have it. That propaganda doesn't. That's exactly what it was. The first time I turned it on, I was like, "Is this an animated Starship Troopers?" Yeah. Which they made, <laughs> um, for sure. So I mean, look, Ahsoka looks good. I, I, pretty, I'll see most things with. Um, oh no, I'm gonna get her name wrong. I'm having a Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. I like her a lot. I think she's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent she's actress. So I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. Um and I'll go see it. But uh Yeah, that's pretty much what happened at Star Wars Celebrations and some of our thoughts about it. But we're going to dive in. Do you guys have any other last no. final thoughts on no, this? Let's cut it. No? Alright, we're gonna switch gears here. And we're gonna go into uh, what are we talking about? The Mandalorian season. Only, there's three. only two episodes left. Yeah, that we didn't talk about. Was it three? I think it was three. No, two? It was more. It was three. If I, I, I feel no, like we, we only did we, four episodes. We did five, I think. Okay. Oh, we did. Okay. I don't remember, but either way, I just watched the last two episodes yesterday. Um. Quick synopsis. Do you need it? If you got one, sure. lay it on me, bro. Um, I think we left off with, uh. Bo had joined like oh we did we get talk about Jack Black last time? No. We did not because Oh my god. Okay, so we left off with Bo being accepted into the covert. Okay, so Bo's been accepted into the covert. That's where we left off. She tells the armor like she saves the kid, the family, and then like she tells the armor like I freaking saw a mythosaur and the the armor's like, Oh yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) Like (laughs) sure. Four twenty's just around the corner, Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. Um then they get like Bo, like he, she, you know, she straight up tells Bo to take off her mask, and Bo does, and sends Bo off on a mission yeah. to to essentially recap, re, you know, bring the Mandalorians in exile back to them and whatever. And Bo goes off on this crazy adventure with Mando and Grogu to the like the Jack Black planet. It was, I I don't know. We could talk a little bit about this. I actually want to hear what Dan thought of this episode, really. But they go on this planet and like. Jack Black and Lizzo are running the place. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed it, but a lot of people had hate. What did you think, Dan? You're a Jack Black fan, so I am a Jack Black fan. Uh, um, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> it was so random. When I saw it was him, I was like, "What?" And he's, and he's, you know. I, so my initial reaction is like, "All right, like let's just see what happens." I don't know. It, he, 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 so. So he started off his like one of his first lines is have a little sippy sip and I'm like oh man you gotta reel it in just a little <laughs> nah. just just reel it in just a little you know like this is a special occasion um, I would say no. as that's as why we, they got him Dan <laughs> I would say as we move forward from that moment I 
I, I honestly, I couldn't have had more mixed feelings. Uh, Agreed. Possible. Like, I, you know, I love him. Does Jack Black and Lizzo belong in this universe? Ah. <laughs> ah. Maybe. I don't know. They've had crazier things. They've had crazier uh, guest spots happen, I feel like. Maybe not. Maybe they're <laughs> the craziest. Spots. This was a cameo of cameo, like, episodes, you know? I it was. will say Lizzo, for not being an actress, definitely took it more seriously. And did a job. Reacted she did a great to job. The, the realistic cuteness of Grogu, and that was believable. Um, I didn't buy them as a couple at all. Uh, it definitely felt like, you know, they were uh, in terms of their chemistry. <laughs> I, I didn't believe that they were in love. Like they were like kind of, you know, not like they were barely touching each other. But other than that, it's fine. you know, I, I have eased up a little bit on shows like this. And, you know, they're not going to we're not going to see them again. Probably. Probably not. Um, I guess. I don't know. You know definitely know, not. Probably not. But it was for what it was. I, I, I do think it would have been a better service to get someone who took the roles a little seriously and give someone a chance uh, other than these people who probably don't need the the spotlight. It it was, it was a weird episode. It was a weird episode. It it was, there was a a total of Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd out of nowhere too. There There was about five minutes of necessary content in that entire episode. And it was like the last of, Five minutes of when they like go is that that's the episode with where they fight at the very end her and and axe um and and that's it that's the all the whole thing that's the only thing that moved the story along but here's how i feel about that that was five minutes more than how it usually used to be i gotta say yeah so but it was take it it was and it, it it was very much like old formula, but it was. Look, was it fun? Uh, sure. Was it you know slightly entertaining? Maybe. Um, did I love seeing Christopher Lloyd? You fucking betcha. Yeah. Um, was he was fantastic, and like to make him the bad guy, but then to kind of like have it come like at the end, like he wasn't remorseful, which I thought was like great, but then it was like also. Like the way they handled it wasn't like kill him, you know. And he took he his he took it with off grace. By himself. I don't know if anyone else noticed that no one escorted him away. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was he was in a place of you know he yeah, was respected, so they like all right out of courtesy, you know. Yeah. But uh, they exiled you know, it was, him. It was a weird episode. You um, know? I forgot to see Lizzo, but other than that, it was a weird. Yeah. episode. I like the girl who got knighted just randomly, just for yeah. helping helping yeah. the queen cheat. Yeah, whatever game that was. Why not? Because why not? Sure. sure. And then Bo-Katan sure. got a ridiculous size key, like key to the city. The thing was like, yeah. I mean, where the fuck is she gonna put that thing? Like, what the? F- oh, it's <laughs> ceremonial. She, she probably tossed it out of the airlock as soon as she they went to orbit. But Break it down for I, I totally missed the part yeah, where they had a pirate space battle, sort of too. They rescued the people of Navarro first, this, this then they went to Lizzo. To me, was like I, as a gamer, I was like, I've I've played this this part of the game before. You're trying to go somewhere, but you got to stop and do a fucking fetch quest for something yep, before yep, you can yep, get yep. into there. It was, was a like, fetch quest. It feels familiar. It was, it was <laughs> a fetch that. quest. I think maybe because that reason it didn't bother me as much because it was just like more or less kind of fun episode. But yeah, I, I forgot know. they fought space pirates, so they ended that storyline. Then they yeah. went to Jack Black. The spy, space pirates was very entertaining episode actually. You know, it, 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 like it, yeah. It, uh, they they did a quick little fake out where John Farrow does the speech of like why should we help these people because we're Mandalorian you know like, 
anyways, that part was great. Um, yeah. But and then after that, they Here's I guess they bring X. Yeah, it's all story. And this this you know we're uh, you know they get the 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 people from Axe Wolves, the owls back, and they go to and meet up with the rest of the Mandalorians of all, on Navarro. Can I point this out? The episode was called Spies. Episode seven yeah. was called Spies. Yeah. And it didn't it really have to really do didn't anything, need to be with yeah, spies. The whole episode I kept waiting to feature for the that other one spy drop. at the beginning and that was it. Was that what it was? Yeah, when she what's her name came to talk to the little Oh, that little shout out to episode two. Remember the little probe in episode two? Or not episode mm-hmm. two, episode five, Empire when that on the Hoth where he, like it's the seeker yeah, hunter yeah, the, seeker the, the, the hunter seeker showed up in that spy at the beginning of the spy episode and talked to that a, lady you, and the lady talked to moth gideon and gave him the heads up about the mandalorians coming back together under bo katan's banner you know so anyways spies was a very deceptive one you know a lot of people were tr- were guessing about like oh like the armor is actually a spy or axe wolves is a spy or like one sasha banks whatever her name is is a spy like all these people had these theories about yeah no what her character is not i know i know i know um but they're all like oh there's another spy in there and i was like this is just bs dude you guys are just like thinking wait they're like oh my god the way you know that she's a spy is because moff gideon's armor has horns and the armor's armor has horns too and you're like really you're gonna take that like if you look up the videos that came before that uh the next episode like after that came right after spies every single like star wars youtuber or whatever tiktoker out there was like oh secret like spy armor blah 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 every single video was about that and all of them were like oh they wore the same style helmet i was like do you not see all the other mandalorians they all wear helmets they all look Never the mind. same. They all fucking yeah. look the same. You guys are taking the tiniest little thing and blowing it out of the proportions. Same thing happened to Picard too, but I'm not going to spoil it for Smirch in case. <laughs> Thank you. In case he that. decides I to watch Picard that. one day, but I do so they do that. Spies is like you know it's a trap. Like obviously <laughs> it's a trap. Go watch That's this YouTube short. It's a trap. So yeah. ends up being a trap when they go into Mandalore and. Gideon is just there waiting for him, like waiting for Bo and waiting for everybody because he has the heads up from the spy on Coruscant and then traps Mando. And that's where they end that episode. Um, that was a good know. episode. Thoughts? I, that was an exciting I, episode. Yeah, I enjoyed where, it. Wait, you mean the episode where, where uh, Paz Vizsla dies? Yeah. Yeah, Ugh. yeah dude, yeah. That, was, that was huge. That was a huge moment. And Man, why they got to kill him off? I know. It's, it's I'm, I'm upset about that. I'm like, they didn't need to kill him. I'm a John Farmer. They, uh. they really didn't, and especially since they didn't really say a word about it afterward at all. Like for That's the rest true. of the show. In the and next episode. Was, what about his kid? Like, what about Ragnar? Oh. Nothing. Like nothing. Like I, uh. I, I, if if they had followed up on it and made his death mean something, then I would have been a little more okay. I with mean, it, but they they did it justice in the scene. Like it, it was a it was they a did. good sacrifice. It was you know intense i will say that those those guards the red guards they're nothing without their fucking weapons if they didn't have those weapons they would just have it would just just give them sticks and anyone could beat them well they so were like, like uh, they're like the same type of guards that guard the emperor and like the supreme uh, but uh supreme yeah, leader no. snoke as well so i mean no, they're I supposed was... to be really you know like top-notch bodyguards 
Yeah, I was sad when uh, uh, when he when he died, and I was like, "Oh man, they're yeah. they're doing it!" Like, yeah. And then the next episode just like picks up with them running, and I was like, "Oh okay, we're just all right, exactly." We're just moment. running yeah, now, yeah. And then it I was kind of strange. Started a new episode because we streamed them back to back, and I was like, "Oh okay, it's a new episode. Got it. Sold." <laughs> they're we're just running. On. Yeah, and then after that, they start running, and then. You know, Grogu doubles back for the Mando, even though I don't know Wait, where it. Let's talk about IG twelve for a second. Um, the 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 Krang of uh <laughs> of the Star Wars universe. She's like, like he they, that scene Krang in the market where he's like, yes, 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 watch going like this. Yes, 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 yes. Next next short hilarious. is gonna be that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Done. No. Damn it! I want my fucking video editing back. No, but that was that was a nice little. So first of all, I will say I had I had both Jack Black and Lizzo spoiled, and I had the IG12. Oh, I didn't have any spoiled, because Thank God. I waited unfortunately to watch them because I didn't have access for a little bit because of moving and all that crap. But I was like, oh, I saw them inside the chassis of the ig11 i was like ah son of a bitch like that would have been a much more poignant moment maybe for me if i hadn't seen all that but um i will say it was cool i i didn't like how they really did nothing with it though you know what i mean he basically just walked around it was just a new pod for him to hover around like he didn't all the cool stuff he did in the finale he did outside of the fucking ig ig12 bot and i was like why wouldn't you do some cool shooting or some jumpies or some kickies, like something, but it just was I figured, a mode of transportation. I'm I like, figured somebody in the department was like, look, to bring back IG-11, no, to bring back IG-11, it's going to cost this amount of money. And if you're only going to use him for like 10 minutes of the season, like it's really not worth it. So why don't you just find another way to use this freaking thing for like at least another episode? And they're like, all right, we'll put Grogu in it. And they're like, done. <laughs> and then that, that was that was it because that's probably how much like it became like we're spending way too much on this brand new thing that like why don't we just try to use it a little more? And they were like, fine, we'll put him in there for like an episode where he walks around and <laughs> pretending to be Daniel Bryan like. <laughs> It was ridiculous. Um, it was. It was. I like. I mean, it was funny. I like the part when the Zealots delivered the IG twelve, and they were like, "Grogu, bad, no squeeze!" <laughs> and then he ran away from Grogu. Grogu, bad, baby, no squeeze! <laughs> like he still re- traumatized. It was good. Uh, that was good. I, I do have. Uh, I do have my weekly nerd rage moments. If you guys want to hear it, let's hear it. Kind of. Kind of hear. Want to hear what you guys think about it? Because it's just like. So it's, it's first of all, it's one of those ones where it's just like these things just sort of happen, but they kind of like write themselves into a corner when they mm. do something like give all the stormtroopers Mandalorian armor. Yeah, that was okay. How are you shooting and anybody if that's the case? How is anyone going to die if we're all wearing bulletproof vests? It, it deflects, <laughs> but then so that it deflects only when they want it to, but then when. Din Djarin wants to kill someone, he can shoot them. Well, and I'm just like, what? He basically is happening? he John Wicks them, if you kind of <laughs> notice. It it get it's serious. He he like shoots them in the neck. He shoots them underneath the chest plate in the belly. He shoots them in the time. foot. Most there of plenty it. Plenty of times he shot them like in the face and they just went down, and I'm just like I feel like I feel like my I, from, 
from watching it to me it seemed like it was wear and tear like he t they can take x amount of shots because they're not being forged by Mandalorian armorers. They're not refining the metal properly. I never gave it full. That's the way I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, okay, eh. he got shot like four times in the chest. Fifth time, he dies. All right, well, maybe they don't know what they're doing with the Beskar armor. Like, who knows, you know? Maybe not. Uh, maybe they, they didn't quench it long enough and it is brittle. I don't know. I've watched a few of those episodes of that Forged in Fire show. Ooh, I, I have too. Armoring. It's a good show. It's they, a great show. The, the, the writers of, of, Star, of Star Wars in general, they don't have to worry about this because they have become too reliant on fans to do what Tim just did and come up with the reason. Oh, maybe it's this. Yeah, it's fine. That's because they, they, they don't they, care, they, dude. They it's like really a minor detail gotten, to them. They don't like, give a they, shit. They love, they, like, there's some guy who went, what? There's some guy drunk in the back of the reservoir. Let's give him Mandalorian armor. Oh, it's fucking cool. And the guy's like, yeah, let's do it. But it was then, cool. <laughs> and there's, there's one quiet guy like, but then how do we, um, they're not, no one will be able to go down. And they're like, like quiet Brandon. Like <laughs> he, like that guy's like the guy from the office who doesn't yeah. get a piece of cake. Yeah. Um We're here eating cake. Why do you want to raid on our parade? I will I will say this. They did have a bunch of shots of the other Mandalorians like, you know, going and like stabbing them under the rib cage. So I it look, it, you're right. Like it didn't make a ton of sense. Like you get shot in the chest both Paz Vizla and uh, Din Djarin took like 30 shots dead on to the chest. They look like they hurt and they, they should because you're still getting an impact. But then like that. these guys take three shots and they're dead. So it's like, OK, it's bad. It's you know, it's it's uh, a mob armor. Got it. Um, but my bigger question is. And again, that this this question is happening with my air conditioning going again. What happened between this moment and the first order like why do the first order stormtroopers have plastic armor again and yet at one point in time there was some of the most badass armor like if they just had they lost mandalore i'm fine with it i'm fine they with lost it mandalore being weaker right i'm fine with it being weaker oh they did lose man You're, okay touche they lost uh, their source of <laughs> they lost their source of beskar there's no more That's mandalore they you know they mandalore got taken back by the mandalorians so there you far go. Who knows what so far, Yeah, but or, like there's. Or, 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 hear me for me for a second. They didn't think it through. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. But that, that was my big problem with it was like, wait a minute. It would have been cooler. And I think giving them better armor, it doesn't need to be Beskar, would have made more sense because every, my biggest problem, my nerd rage of all Star Wars, why are they even wearing armor? You just get shot in the well, chest. They, they and needed die, the they needed the stormtroopers to wear Beskar because Captain Not Teva. That. I'm talking about stormtroopers. I'm talking about. No, well, I mean, I mean, the, the reason why the they gave these stormtroopers Beskar is because they needed to tie up the story with with Captain Teva when he found yeah. the the piece of Beskar alloy inside Moff Gideon's ship to like that foreshadow point. They didn't point. really acknowledge very much. Well, I mean, they they tied it up because Mando went to go see. Oh well. Well, we, can, we can move on to the next cube. episode. Final episode. There's a showdown. Bogatan, everyone, all the Mandos, armor, axe wolves, crashes a giant cruiser into the freaking base where Moff Gideon's by. But I don't know. I was like, what a waste of a ship. <laughs> but that, that was just me. I was like, what a waste of a ship. I'm sure there could have been other ways for you to, like, you know, but they wanted it to be epic. So axe wolves is like, oh, I'm going down with the ship. Like, but then he didn't go down with the ship. He, like, flew out last minute. But yeah. I, th I thought. Thought they were gonna go down. He was gonna go down with the ship, but 
apparently not. And so there's some air jetpack flying around fighting with jetpacks. Lots of fighting with jetpacks. <laughs> I say it was, it was Which badass was... seeing the armorer just fucking murder people with that hammer. <laughs> yeah, just with the hammer. Bonk. <laughs> to... Oh, it was so cool. Well equipped to deal with all that. Like everyone yeah. else is shooting blasters and... She was the only one going melee, dude. Her and Bogatea yeah. with the lightsaber. Um, oh, Dark that? Saber. Really like, are we gonna see her for you finally wield a different like weapon for this Dark, like really intense dude, battle? She's like, Dark no, Saber's gone. <laughs> Dark Saber gets destroyed in the fight with Moff Gideon, you know. But finally, Grogu saves they... both Moff Gideon and and Din with the Force when the ship blows up the base, and Moff Gideon gets turned into a crisp. You know, Moff Gideon's yeah. got a whole like. Which is kind of uh, iffy because Moff Gideon has like a whole like Iron Man suit going on, so I'm like a little yeah, bit right. you know, question mark. Is he like where you know? Am I gonna you know? Is this gonna be a shredder thing with the in the garbage dump where his hand reaches out at the end? You super know, shredder, like, yeah, super Kevin shredder. Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash. Yeah, um. but I mean, so that's the end of that. But like it, it, this, this what's interesting about the last episode is not so much the the climax of the battle with Moff Gideon and the confrontation with that and all the Mandalorians but what's interesting about this episode it had like three different types of endings I almost thought that a show was about episode was about to end like three different times it could have ended three different times but it just kept going like oh first it goes they go to Captain Teva and they go and get like this then there's the story with IG-11 coming back and becoming the sheriff and then there's finally them like you know the, there's also like a Mandalorian celebration where like somebody gets rechristened again with Ragnar like there was like four different endings to this episode I feel like they were trying to figure out how they wanted to end the episode and they're like why don't we just throw them all in <laughs> like <laughs> But but yeah. none, none of the endings acknowledged the fact that the dark saber got destroyed. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, that thing died. that we they don't give a shit. Yeah, that whole thing that we based our entire society around. Forget about it. We don't need to talk about that moment. Like seriously, that was one of the most pivotal moments in the show. It's like, holy shit! Like, how is she going to maintain control? Will they just finally respect her? No, we're just not going to talk about it. They finally respect her, just without okay. it. But do they? No one says it. No one, like, there's nothing. Look, here's my thing. I like the show overall, but this is, it is far from criticism, okay? We can for sure tear this thing apart like it's our job. And you know what, folks? It practically is. Um, um, I do want to say the ending felt like an ending. It did. You know, you could almost uh, end a series on that note to a certain extent. Right. That's kind of how it felt, and no teasers, like no, no nothing. like nothing. Like oh, I said, the I other mean, day. I, I don't. I have, and I think I liked it, but also it's like this still felt like we said a lot unsaid. Didn't acknowledge Dark Saber. Didn't acknowledge Taz Vizsla. A lot of things to be talked about clearly, but I think there was a reason for that, and the reason is this show is. The Mandalorian. This show isn't Bo-Katan and yeah. the Mandalorian. It makes sense it's, why it's, they it's, don't it's, live it's, in Mandalore. It's, it's the Mandalorian. I mean, yeah. granted, like the way it's been built this season, it has been kind of Bo-Katan. Yeah, Bo that's what I. Well, the last thing I was going to ask think, is what you guys I felt think about the kind that. Kind of reason, and I'm just realizing, like, why we didn't get answers for all these things is to remember that this is about Din Djarin and now, uh, you know, Din Grogu. Um, and mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing, and I like the open endedness, and I kind of hope I agree. that they keep this kind of 
I don't know. I'm sure we'll see them again, but I kind of like the recipe of like him riding side saddle to like someone who needed to do something. And I kind of, am, I don't think it'll ever be this epic again, but I hope he has like another partner, you know, in crime, like for the next season. I think that'd be a good dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked Bo-Katan kind of taking a, 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 a more starring role in it. Um, and, you know, to Dan's point, like, you know, I'm sure you appreciated that as well earlier because you you didn't really care for all of the masks and the no facial expressions and the monotones and everything. But having, you know, someone who has the capability of taking on and off their mask and giving you a bit more of a performance, uh, granted, she's usually giving you every performance all at once. Uh, but this, she toned it back, was, was a lot better uh, than some of her previous stuff. But... Um, you know, it, it was nice. Like, I, I liked this sort of ensemble for the last four episodes, five episodes. I kind of thought it was kind of neat. You know, like, I wouldn't mind if they kept her around. Obviously, she's getting her own show, so it'll have to be someone else. I think, ultimately, in the beginning, they were going to do that through season two as well uh, with, with Cara Dune. Um, I think mm. they were going to have her tag along, but they couldn't do that because she's a piece yeah. of shit. I think. Um, and so now they're like, well, well, let's just do it with Bo-Katan, which I think was kind of a stronger choice because uh, it's a more interesting character. But it, it did lose out on an opportunity to create a new interesting character as opposed I, to one that already existed. I want to bring it back to like essentially what we asked at the beginning of the season, which is like, how do you think them finishing like them finishing the grogu story or part of the grogu story and uh, jedi story on boba fett affected the way the rest of the season kind of paced out like it makes you wonder now was there a point where they were like not going to put that up well we know there was a point they weren't going to put that on boba fett so were we supposed to see those episodes that happened on both of that the reunion like was at the beginning of yeah was it of at the beginning of the season and like maybe Bo-Katan's stuff was really not supposed to get like that deeply involved with the Mando this season but because mm-hmm. they needed to fill something they're like shoot like we need to like add more Bo-Katan or and fill this gap that two episode gap at least two episode gap with more stuff with, with Bo Black and Lizzo. yeah with more stuff right and then like that way it like we get to know but which is good for Bo because we get to know Bo more and usher in her series a little bit smoother in that scenario or like it really makes you wonder how the pacing of this show or in this season would have gone if we didn't watch Boba Fett didn't have Boba Fett with Mando in it right do you understand what I'm saying like yeah yeah you I mean, can I see think... there's like filler episodes. Like I hate to say it, the the co- the one with the Doctor Pershing is another filler yeah. episode. It was like you could have told his part of the story in a relatively short amount of time if it you really had minutes. to. You could have gone without telling that story. To be honest, yeah, you was, know that, that felt something was off. There was the payoff for that supposed to be the reveal that he was cloning himself. Was that the whole? Because if that was the payoff for that whole thing, the payoff that was the was spy. Underplayed. The payoff like, was, was to just... position to show you that what's her name was it was a spy on yeah, but uh, what, what was the So that's my point. Is is like it feels like they were like okay, we need to like 
our two episodes that we initially were going to have or whatever episode amount of episodes we we're going to have showing Grogu's reunion with Mando we can't use that anymore because we used it in Boba Fett now we got to fill in two extra episodes so how do we do it let's extend this Dr. Pershing story and let's uh let's do this random like thing and let's let's bring in some Star Wars fans um, 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 Jack Jack are you around uh Lizzo yeah okay like yeah. do you know what I'm saying I mean, like it, you could see where they had to fill in now and maybe that's because... what's weird about the season it, it's it and again this is this is what's going on in a lot of larger studios so it's it's not just kathleen kennedy but it is a lot of her but like this is executive oversight becoming too much the, is that it, uh, the big wigs are saying oh no no we we let, we need to make some toys so let's let's put these episodes in boba fett instead like i they didn't you know dave filoni yeah, and, didn't and, and john Favreau, they weren't like hey let's do this like you can see the bones of season three of what dave filoni and, and john Favreau were doing and it was excellent because the overall minus those couple little moments the overall story they told was more them than in the past seasons. The first seasons were a lot of people being like, no, do this, no, kind of change that. All right, Boba Fett is going to be ours and whatever. And so, like, we almost didn't have Mandalorian Season 3 with Jon Favreau because he was like, if you don't step the fuck off, I'm not going to do any of this. Good fucking luck. He basically said that in so many words to Kathleen Kennedy. And she was like, all right, look, you want to go play? Go play forget it just let's do it and so he was given more free reign so i think that's why we got an ending like we got we got an actual ending where you're like oh this was a self-contained season like yes there was callbacks to the old seasons and they had to had to fill in a couple of moments here and from season two but for the most part you're like oh it it's not setting up a greater story it's not teasing you know uh, uh ahsoka it's not teasing you know any of these rebel characters it's mandalorian and their clan of characters which are from some of them appear in clone wars and all that jazz but it's a mandalorian show as opposed to like a fan uh what's the word i'm looking for um I've heard it a thousand times where they uh, they like their their fan service. It's not just a fan service, which is a lot of what you know um, the first season was, where it was just cameo after cameo after cameo. You got Ahsoka, you got you know all these. You got uh, um, uh, uh, Boba Fett was a cameo in the first season. You got uh, you know he had like one. Was he? Yeah, he was in the first season where you see you see the arm where um, what's his name Josh. No, Timothy Oliphant has the armor on, but then you get to see Boba Fett at the end of the show. Oh, is it? Yeah, you see see him at the end of it. Yeah, that's true. And then you you get to see, you know, like all these characters randomly show up. You're like, oh, cool. It's my childhood. But like this was very much Mandalorian minus where they had to fill in Jack Black and Lizzo and Dr. Pershing. I didn't mind the Dr. Pershing episode. I thought it was well-written. I thought it was an interesting no, it was story. A bit, none of it... It just, I, it just didn't make sense. None of it, it is need to bad be in, there. in that sense. Yeah. It was all... Like, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it, but the problem is, is, like, you can now see, oh, yeah, like... Right. You can now see how putting two episodes on Boba Fett probably forced them to stretch out and reshape their storyline. Which... Which is, I guess, that's part of the job, but, like, it really makes yeah, you wonder they, how this sh- this would have turned out. Like, another random another random part that had, I don't know what how that part had anything to do with the rest of the show or episode was that 
that episode uh, with the Jack Black episode at the very beginning when they showed the, that random calamari and then the random like captain falling yeah, in love, the weird, Romeo and Juliet yeah. story out of nowhere. What did that yeah. ten minute first ten minutes like? I about that. What did that have anything to do with the rest of that show or yeah, rest of the episode? That. Like, I, I just don't yeah. like. I mean, I give it to I guess Bryce Dallas Howard. Like, she wants to do whatever she wants, but I don't know if that part was written into it and they decided like. I, don't know, I, I just like, don't I, know. That's like that's what I'm saying. This is like did that did like parts of the show not need to be there because they were just like we need to fill in some episodes yeah, because it was, it was very much a filler episode. But also I thought it was funny is that you mentioned that is I was watching it with Nadi and we both kind of looked at each other and went, is this the right show? <laughs> like like we were like, is this a soap like this is bad acting too? Like this was soap opera acting. Yeah, happening right like now. we was, love each other. No, I weird. won't go. You must. Like I was like, what is this like, random Romeo and Juliet? And I was like, oh, here comes Axe Wolves. Okay, I get it. And Sasha Banks with her cool line. <laughs> One about, minute of that would have been perfect. Just I don't, like, yeah, oh, so I don't know okay, why okay, they spliced the whole intro. Yeah, like, and it's just like it's it's random in that sense, but not to say that that episode was bad. But like, you could see then that they were like, okay, we need to fill in a two more episodes. Weird, yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna say now that like. At the beginning, I was a little bit less, um, let's say, I was a little bit, I didn't mind necessarily missing out, and I would would said that like those two episodes didn't really matter as much in that sense. But now, after watching the full season, I can say that like having those two episodes of Mandalorian, I feel like did this season a disservice. Yeah, I would hmm. agree. I think oh, not Mandel. Having those two just, episodes in Boba Fett you, did this season a service. You shortened down Dr. Pershing's into, like, part of an episode. You don't even have Jack Black's episode and, at all. You just take those last five minutes and tack it on to another episode, and you're done. You know what I mean? Like, and it would have... It, you're right. It would have made a little bit more sense. Yeah. completely because it talked you know it, it dealt with the dark saber and it set up the dark saber as being this kind of moment for the show and it did end up becoming some moments here and there it was just it's right. and don't get me wrong it's great to see mando and her bonding and that was fun that they did like a whole like you know like buddy cop mm -hmm. like storyline you know like sure sure why not i enjoyed that episode i'm not saying i didn't enjoy that episode but you could say as like part of the overall fabric of this season those two episodes that were in the boba fett did this season a disservice yeah all right so overall did we like the show yeah yeah i think it, I, it, this i, was I really like i really yeah, like the season easily. i really enjoy the season but that could so, be because I'm a Katie Sackhoff and Bo Katan fan, so I'm I'm a big Katie Sackhoff fan. I have her pop vinyl. It was like an exclusive. It's fucking cool. Um as much shit as we talk about it, because we do, uh, you know, Dan's not the only person that's going to pick this apart. Like, it, it, it's Star Wars, people. You know, w w take it with a grain of salt. It's not perfect. There is going to be a lot you need to suspend for your disbelief. Just let it go, and you might enjoy yourself. This season, I think, speaks... Uh, better uh, towards what we have coming on Disney Plus. I'm 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 a little bit more excited now because some of the other ones were just like. Eh. Um, although I did hear that what's it's called it was good. The show that none of us watched. Um, the uh, um, 
and the Rogue One show and or I refuse I, to I watch it. Was, I hear that was pretty good. Everyone says actually it was the best show this last year. It was they all say it was better than you know better than Obi Wan. But they say it's the best show out of the Star Wars universe yeah. this year and I, this last year. And I was like, I mean, look, thanks. Zero, <laughs> zero reason to watch that show. You're one of the few people, and I do mean that, that actually hate Rogue One. There's so many people that love Rogue One. I loved it. I thought it was a fun, cool show or movie, but uh, I just find I it. I mean, you know my I rationale. Hilarious. I love your distaste for that movie. It, 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 if it, it wasn't Star me. Wars, no one would give a shit about it. Show. It's literally Expendables <laughs> in Outer Space. Yeah, but it was cool. That's the part. That's the fun part. It's fun. It's not just. Anyway, I'm not going to trigger you on, <laughs> on, on this one. So uh, overall, go, you know, if you haven't seen it, obviously, I don't know why you're this far into this episode if you haven't seen Mandalorian season three. So I don't need to tell you to go see it. If you're watching this, you've seen it already. Um, but uh, we enjoyed it. Uh, you know, give it a, we give it three thumbs up. One for each of us, I believe, is, is where we're going to go, which is, is a rare accomplishment across Star Wars someone's gonna hate something in star wars out of the three of us so it's usually, it's usually me yeah good job favreau and filoni um we're excited for your future endeavors whether they're with star wars or not um i got nothing else gentlemen if you've had a good time thank you for watching and we've been the modern nerd i did that backwards shit if you've had a good time we are the modern nerd and thank you for watching <laughs>